Hello and welcome to Gippsland Anglicans On Air, where we discuss matters of modern life through a Christian lens. Today we will hear a wonderful story of calling and the presence of the Holy Spirit during a short mission trip to Nepal made by Reverend Captain Graham Leersch and Susan Leersch. The story was first printed in the Gippsland Anglican magazine in February 2023. Today's reading is embellished with Nepalese Christian worship songs. A trigger warning, this article references violence against women. If you or anyone you know needs support, please contact 1800RESPECT, that's 1-800-737-732 at any time of the day or night or visit their website at www.1800respect.org.au. For crisis support, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Reverend Captain Graham is Rector and Evangelist at the Parish of Wonthaggy in Volok. The article is titled, When God Gets You Out of Your Comfort Zone. It's easy to go through life following the same routine day after day, week after week. It's safe. You know what you're doing and where you're going. But what if God pulled you out of that routine and sent you on a journey into the unknown, to a place of uncomfortability? This is exactly what happened to my wife Susan and I recently when we were asked by SOMA Australia to take part in a short mission trip to Kathmandu, Nepal. I had been on short SOMA missions before, but not to Nepal. What would it be like there? How would the people receive us? And what could we possibly give that would make a difference to them as a people, as a nation and as Christians? It can be hard to know what to expect in situations like this. You can study the people and their nation, but until you arrive, you don't really know what it's like. Some questions are easy to gain answers for. Others are not so easy. Take, for example, the question, why us? The simple answer came from God, because I chose you. How can you argue with that? The Anglican Church in Nepal is a growing church and Christianity overall has been growing quite rapidly. In a country of predominantly Hindu faith, in recent years Christianity has grown from 1% of the population to 5%. This means that the church is quite young and it needs leaders to come in and help teach the way of the Lord for all people. Reverend Rinzi is the senior Anglican clergyman in Nepal. Much of the growth of the Nepalese church has occurred due to the vision God gave Rinzi and American pastor John Wimber. The Anglican Church in Nepal was looking for mature Christians to teach their women about their roles as leaders in the church of today. We were invited by them and the Diocese of Singapore, the governing diocese, to teach at their two-day women's conference. But what to teach? Other than a broad theme of women in leadership, we had little to go on. Susan and I met with our mission leader, the Reverend Liz Rankin of Mornington Parish. We prayed and we sought the Holy Spirit's guidance on the matter. What God laid on our hearts was a basic theme of women of the Bible, both Old and New Testament. 
as the Bible says in Proverbs 16, verse 9, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps, NIV. In other words, it didn't quite go as we had planned. It did to some extent, but in the end, we were led by the Spirit. Gurna tapai lai 
We still had no clear outline of the conference. Not only that, but I was stunned by the level of pollution in the air in Kathmandu. The poor air quality gave me some grief over the ensuing week. However, I was pleasantly surprised by the welcome, our hotel accommodation, and the friendliness of the people, especially our Buddhist driver. He was an excellent guide. The first session of the conference included introductions and a witness talk from a Nepalese woman, which unfortunately we couldn't understand. At lunchtime, Susan was thrown in the deep end to speak with the reminder to make it simple as she had to work with a translator. This was a huge challenge for Susan as she had no experience working with a translator and it was her very first SOMA overseas mission. Have you ever tried to explain the story of Hannah, mother of the prophet Samuel, simply and precisely through a translator? It's not easy, and despite Susan's fears, we discovered later that God used the translated words mightily to help women who were unable to have children and had been crying out to God. For a session on the first day, I had been led by God to share the story of the woman of Samaria whom Jesus had met at Jacob's well, John chapter 4. She is the first Christian evangelist in the Gospel of John. Sure, there may be other allusions to evangelism, but it is this woman who went back into town and told the people about Jesus and they thus believed. I said to the women at the conference that they could tell their story and how they had come to know Jesus. But, and this is where I almost came unstuck, everyone needs to meet Jesus for themselves. In the Bible story, the woman, in the Bible story, the people who had heard the woman and believed went out and met Jesus. When they returned, they said to her, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Saviour of the world. It was then that I heard the Holy Spirit say, some of these women haven't met Jesus personally, offer to introduce them to him. I gulped and made the offer. What followed was almost a stampede. For the next hour, we prayed for these women. Some met Jesus for the first time. Others received prayer in the hope for children, others for healing, some for increased faith, all constantly moving forward to be heard and prayed for. For me, it was very daunting as I was the only male speaker and only one of a few men present. The next day, Andrea, director of the Theological College, shared on women in the New Testament. Susan? I and Liz taught on the gifts of the Father, Romans 12, 
the gifts of Jesus, Ephesians 4, and the gifts of the Spirit, 1 Corinthians. Again, we finished with this time of ministry where many women came forward for prayer. This time I was working without a translator, but none was needed because the Holy Spirit helped me understand what to pray for. At one stage I was overcome with grief for the women as I became aware that many of them had been raped. As we continued to minister, all I had to do was raise my hand and begin to pray and the women fell down, slain in the spirit. In the end, I sat down because the Holy Spirit moved through the place just like he did on the day of Pentecost. There were no flickering flames, but he ministered to them with many speaking in tongues and others laying hands on each other for healing. All in all, it was a privilege to serve God in this way. Needless to say, we were quite exhausted at the end of the day. Aratna ko bato ma Yeshu sang sangai naya git mogao ne chu tapai ko hatlai samaundai he Yeshu erei lamo yatrangar dai chu Aratna ko bato ma Yeshu sang sangai naya git mogao ne chu
On one day of our visit, we went to the Christian school established by the Anglican Church and their theological college. They need many books to fill their libraries. During a day off, we took the opportunity to visit our new surrogate daughter, Alina, and her adopted daughter, Binu. Their stories are worth hearing, but they are stories for Susan to tell. On the final day, I had the privilege of preaching at Reverend Rinzi's church to a Nepalese congregation with a translator. On Sundays, they have services in English. Then that night we flew out, bound for Singapore. On this short mission trip, I learned to be open-minded, allow the Holy Spirit to lead, expect God to do his thing, enjoy the journey and keep praising God. The women learned and grew as leaders. They learned not only from the inspiring women of the Bible, but to share their story of how they had come to know Jesus and they received hope and encouragement by the Holy Spirit who gave gifts to them. God truly is wonderful, loving and all-powerful, and he even uses people like me. Praise God. To read the article, please visit the online archive at www.gippslandanglicans.org.au and look for the February 2023 edition of the Gippsland Anglican. If this episode has raised concerns for you or anyone else, please contact 1-800-RESPECT, that's 1-800-737-732 at any time of the day or night, or visit the website at www.1800respect.org.au. For crisis support, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Thank you for joining us on Gippsland Anglicans On Air. We'll see you next time.